Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. We put this festival on you bastards with a lot of love. We work for one year for you pigs. And you want to break our walls down? And you want to destroy it? Well, you go to hell. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four. Um, substitute this week, as you can see, um, the really good-looking Matt is not here. The even better-looking Keith is, and we're all happy about that. Um, where do we start? There's only one place to start, I presume, and that's going to be Man City at home last Wednesday evening. Liverpool 3, Man City 0. Um, we've had a good chat about it um, during the week, but we might as well give a reaction on here as well. In First up, what did you expect? Or what was I can't even remember the the uh, prediction you gave, but it was three it was one. Going. It was three one, yeah. That you said. I, I I offered to suck everyone off, didn't I? If we won by more than two goals, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you've been busy I, this week, haven't you? I went, I went out and bought some lip balm before, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> explains his sucked, explains his sucked in cheeks look. <laughs> so, yeah, but just your reaction on it, Ian. I think it was beyond most people's wildest dreams, that 3-0. That's my reaction. It was fucking tremendous. You know what? It showed the side of it. We know, we know we're capable of the first half because we've done it many times. But the second half was so impressive. They just dug in, they grounded out a bit. Dare I say it, Mourinho-esque. Do you know what I mean? They just sat back, they soaked up the pressure. They didn't try and break. It was very, very mature performance like from the players and from, from Klopp as well. Fantastic. We know we can do the first half. It's whether we can do the second half, do you know what I mean? And go and get tough. I thought we were tremendous. Possibly my favourite performance since Klopp's been at the club. It was one of mine as well. Keith, um, I, I, we didn't get a prediction off you because you weren't on it with us, but um, were you confident going into it? And then afterwards, how did you feel? You know, I was quite confident because I was quite surprised at the team selection, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I, I thought Raheem Sterling would start and I thought that the players that he played kind of in the midfield, attacking midfield positions were much ado about nothing. We'll do kind of very similar things. But if you kind of, you know, if you hit them hard enough, they're, they're not ready to stand up to the fight. So 
I had a small splutter to say, yeah, do you know what? We're about to do business here, but never would have seen. Well, I say never would have seen. We saw it like last when they came to our ground last time. So something we shouldn't really be surprised at is the fact that, yeah, Klopp's got Pep's number at the moment. And it's about hoping that the players can give the exact same intensity in the press, the exact same intensity, winning that ball back and, and, and creating something out of nothing when it comes down to the second leg. So, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the difference is between the, the two games, the, the league game at home when we put four past them, and that game is a, a completely different keeper and a completely different Rolls Royce of a centre half. Our, our back five are transformed, and that's without even getting onto Trent or Robertson before we even get onto them. Do you know what I mean we're a different proposition now? Can you imagine Van Dijk in that City team? Fuck, they wouldn't lose a game. I think Van Dijk also made sure that we didn't slip up. You know, that, that back four made sure we didn't slip up on Saturday either, to be honest, because you, you'd yeah. argue that beforehand, fucking you know, we would have let in a goal and, 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 and all of a sudden we'd be going into meltdown. But, OK, it was poor, it was rubbish, it was boring, but... Some of, some of us still went into meltdown. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We've had enough. Grizz, um, <laughs> Grizz, you called you called the two all draw before it because that's the kind of coward you are. Um but three 0 was out of this world, wasn't it? And not only the way we, we kinda of gave them the ball, then then we blitzed them and then we literally gave them the ball for forty five minutes and went, Yeah, go ahead. Let's see what you let's see what you've got. And they didn't really have much. We had the answers, didn't we? Ah, oh, stunning, stunning. Um, Ian Ian compared it to like a, a Mourinho type esque uh, performance. I'd compare it to a Rafa. Second half, second half. No, I mean, like for example, this was like the days where we took that. Was it a two goal lead against Juve uh, in the Rafa days? Sort of two one teams. No, I mean, oh, no. was two, yeah, we ended up two one. Yeah, but but in, in, but in terms of blitzed him in that first half. I mean, look, I'm good. I was shitting it. That first 20 minutes, they looked really comfortable and we were struggling to get hold of the ball and I thought to myself, this could be a long night. And then, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the famous words of Klopp now, boom, we just suddenly went mad for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes and we were just like possessed animals for those 15, 20 minutes and they just couldn't hack it. They just couldn't hack it. And the beauty of it, the beauty of this performance was that second half for me. I mean, that second half performance was mature as a, a performance I've seen from a Liverpool team under Jurgen Klopp. We, we saw quite a few under the good old days of Rafa, but under Klopp, I agree with you. Maybe maybe not the most flamboyant of performances overall, etc., etc., but in terms of maturity and control, because there was definitely a tactical plan in that second half in terms of how to defend against them. And it was magnificent. I can't think, or I, I tried to check records, and apparently the last time Man City uh, didn't get a shot on target was 2016. So that is some fucking going. Yeah. Do you know something? Like you say there, it's a mature performance. Um, and... I think that second half gets into City's head more than the first half, I'm being honest with you. I think they know about what we can do, we can punish it, and we can punish it badly. 
But I think to go 45 minutes where we decided we didn't really want the ball. And we got it. We might have tried to do something with it. But we, I think we really got into their heads there when we when we went 45 minutes. You have the ball. You go and do what you can see what you can do. And we walk away with Loris Carrius not having to make one single save in the whole game. Um, just finally, I'll come around with all of you. Um, do you think City played badly? Uh, no, not really. Well, what I, you know what? Sometimes when you hear the pundits and all that saying City weren't at it and City weren't this, I think it does a disservice to the side they were playing because the fit, like Grace just said there, the first 10, 15 minutes, they settled really well. But we kept our shape. We didn't lose our shit. You know you're going to get a chance against them because they're, they're quite similar to Liverpool in a way. They do, they do leak chances, do you know what I mean? And then the second half, they, they played. I thought Fernandinho was playing some lovely little slight passes, do you know what I mean? But we oh, were, our, our shape. Our shape was fantastic. I mean, we'll get on to Trent in a minute. But we, we stayed very narrow as a four, like we spoke about before. We were fantastic. They play. We let them have the ball in the second half. Pure, pure confidence. Lovren was tremendous. The whole back four. So, no, I don't think they played poorly. I just don't think we allowed them to play as well as they, as, as they can do. You know what I mean? They used to just bullying teams. But what you've just said there is right, though. That will be in there. That's scary for other teams. If Liverpool learn how to defend, and we've quietly been going about that, and we only see the three goals in the last ten games, is it? Something like that. Carrius mm. has got eight clean sheets in fifteen, or some stu- some stupid stat. We're quiet since Van Dijk come in. No other centre back or no other side has kept more clean sheets since Van Dijk signed for Liverpool. So we are quietly improving, you know, and we're still. It hasn't cost us at the other end of the pitch. So I'd be worried if I wasn't a Liverpool fan. Because we're starting to look the part, like. Gav, we'll be doing 5-0 Gav, on Tuesday. <laughs> Gav made, no, I think Gav made a brilliant point about... I doubt that. I doubt about, that very so much. So do I. do me a favour and get closer to that mic, will you? If we're happy he's to off the, again. He's off the cans this week. There you uh, go. I'm not on the off the cans. But, um, but, you know, the point about... I think that second half shocked City and Pep. I think even in the, at the bottom of their heart, they expected us to sort of maybe score, right? A couple even, right? I don't think they expected to concede three. No team goes into a match expecting to concede. But when you go to Anfield in a Champions League, you know, your coach can be forgiven to think maybe you'll concede. But I'm pretty sure they were 90% sure they were going to score. So regardless of we's getting a couple, they knew they were going to score or they had that much confidence. The fact that they didn't even get a sniff, I think that shocked them. And I think that plays in their head on the sec- in, in the second game because they know, you know, we have still got that threat going forward, but they know they've got a task. They've got, they're going to have to commit an extra body going forward because they tried what they, they tried their damnest to score in that second half, uh, but we did not even give them a sniff. So I think I think they were pretty shocked. Keith. Apart from the, the coach, the coach uh, entry oh, anyway, that was shocking. Coach, well. for fuck's sake. You know I mean? They need Boss, to get man. over themselves. Um, Boss. Yeah, but like, you know, so much fucking made it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get over it. Um, Keith, you like the tactical side of the game, so I'm going to put two things here about this on this game, and then we get off it. Um, I think Pep made two massive mistakes. One was starting Laporte sent our left back, and because I don't care how good a centre half he is, uh, him going out there to play left back against Mo Salah is madness in my opinion. And secondly, um, I think it was a massive mistake not starting Sterling, and I don't care about his form. 
at Anfield. I think he's, he's, he, might, he might actually be City's top scorer. Um, and I thought he looked, I thought he looked a lot better when he came on the pitch as well. Tell you what, right? How, I find it quite perplexing that you have two of the best wingers in the Premier League, and you don't start them against a team that love to have flying wingbacks left, right, and centre. You're you did you, they decided to play Bernardo Silva instead, who ultimately looks for pocket space, plays in front of um, players all day long, and you can see what he's doing. So. At the end of the day, our wingbacks had all the license in the world to kind of go forward. Okay, Trent had his battles with Sane, but Robertson had plenty of opportunities to run past with the ball, and he w- probably wouldn't have done that if Raheem Sterling was playing because he would have to keep thinking, all right, I've got to go back, I've got to go back, I've got to get into position. So, massive mistake not starting Sterling. And Laporte, exactly that. He, he was how, again, it, it was quite... Managers always seem to do this. They always seem to have their moments of madness, like all the great managers. And I think Pep had it there. But irrespective of that, Liverpool were just too good. You, and, and that just goes to show that if you were to try, you know, can't take us lightly. You can't just think that you can make little changes here or there. You have to come at us or not at all. And the only thing I'll say just on in, on, in terms of my concerns about the second leg is the way we keep the ball. Yeah, Don't like it. We, we get <laughs> We'll get to that later on. Um, we, we it was talking. here. It was Gundogan who started, not Bernardo Silva. Was yeah, Gundogan. Yeah, Gundogan. He, he puts Gundogan out, out on the right-hand side, and I think Gundogan got a bit pissed off about 25 minutes in. And decided he, to come he was caught. He, like, Lampard made a good point after the game. He said, when you're played on the right and you're a central midfielder, you don't do either job. You don't play central and you don't play on the right. You call between a rock and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah caught between what you're meant to do and what you're used to doing. Yeah. I think so. Um, that game, James Milner tried to do whatever he wanted to. I thought he had a top game as well. Yeah, I thought, look, there wasn't a bad player on the pitch. Um, you know, a lot was made of Trent and how we get on against Sane. And I thought he was outstanding. But I think the main thing about him was he stuck to Lovren. And he didn't let that gap develop between him and Lovren because you know that David Silva's going to try to get in there. They're going to try to overload all the time. But he just kept his shape all the time. And I thought he was like, ex- there was, look, there wasn't a bad player on the pitch. There really wasn't. There was no negatives for me throughout the whole game. Um, that result, lads, leads on to the Everton game on Saturday. Um, now, I think most people expected Liverpool to make changes. Most people expect <laughs> the face on the intels at all. Um, most people expected Liverpool to make changes. Uh, we weren't too short on Salah's fitness. Um, I think he might have been just rested. I think he was all right. He seemed okay after the game. Ian, I'll come back to you. The lineup. Um, did you expect it to go that way? Because I thought it was pretty strong. If you actually look through the team, it is pretty strong. Um, I know a couple of injuries hamper us on what we might have wanted to do, but he brings a couple of youngsters into the squad and he's, they're just there to go on the bench. Um, did you expect us to go that strong? Even though we had got a couple of players, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. I said, I said it's a derby, so he won't want to get turned over 3 or 4-0, especially coming up to Tuesday. That can, that can affect your mindset, you know what I mean? But at the same instance, you could see that the players, even they'd done a professional job, but they, they, weren't, look, but they weren't exerting themselves the way they usually do. Milner was clearly saving his energy. Henderson, well, he's not playing, is he? So he, he, he could get about. I thought Wijnaldum was top draw, possibly my favourite performance from him for Liverpool. Even, you see, Firmino, when he come on, it, that weren't Firmino. That was like some imposter who just won a fucking... Be a fan Nunes. for the day. Yeah, Antonio it Nunes. <laughs> it was fucking Deli Ali. I don't know what was his name. Don't want to play for Southampton. Oh yeah. yeah, George Ware's cousin. 
Yeah, so Joe Ali, I think his name was, whatever his name was, yeah, he was, was just, he come yeah, on. I can't he remember. Just, <laughs> he just bounced around for a bit. Because he, he just didn't, none of them wanted to get injured. I think if you did, I quite fancied nil-nil before the game, because Everton should have scored. That, that header from Tolson at the back post is absolute dog shit. Really is. But I, I think if you'd have said to Klopp before the game, he'd never come out and say it out loud. But if he said to him, take a nil-nil, no injuries, and then just, especially what we know now about Chelsea... I know you're not a fan of that, but no one gives a fuck what you think, Gav, so... I know. Sure. But, no, nah, I'd take that they all day. They don't care lo- because they know nothing. I'm right and they don't want to listen. That's what it is. Well, I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything you've said, but I have heard that you've had your knickers in a twist all, all day about it. So I've been, I, I've been, I've been, been disgusted since the final it's, whistle yesterday. It's lasted 72 hours, Ian. Yeah, I've heard. It's he, fucking he, lasted. Couldn't have. It's been on the, the rack. The game was only on for 24 hours. Exactly. He's menstruating. But listen, <laughs> you, you just you take that all day long. We've lost nothing. We're never going to sit. United won anyway, so we're not we're struggling to get second. We're not going to finish fifth. What 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 have we lost? Seriously. Um, I'll let the other lads answer first. Grizz, um, they, they'll agree with me. I know they will, and then I'll come back and disagree, which is off. Um, Grizz, the lineup for me was fairly strong. Um. I think Moreno was due to play but took a knock in the warm-up and Clavin comes in at left full but, and Klein, it was great to see Klein come back. Um, what did you make of the lineup, and what did you expect, I suppose, from the game when you seen that lineup? Exactly what happened. I expected that lineup. I knew the, the full-backs were going to get rested because they were just so immense. Um, we didn't have much choice at centre-back. Um, obviously with Gomez and Matip injured. Clavin, who apparently just trained, only had a couple of training sessions, comes straight back into the fold. When I saw the lineup, I actually thought we may go three at the back. Yeah, um, I did. I, yeah, I thought, I thought we nailed on to go. And the reason, not only the centre-backs, because we had three centre-backs in the team, orthodox centre-backs, not only because of the centre-backs, but because of the, the, the fact that Ings and Solanke were starting. for the, Is it the first time maybe together? I don't know if any of you know that. Was that the first time Ings and Solanke have started together? I, I, would, I would imagine so, yeah. I think so. And so neither of them are ideally suited to playing anywhere apart from central. So that's why I thought we're going to play like a, a 3-5-2 where Mane would have a free role. Because Mane has been, we've discussed it as, bef- as we've discussed before, Mane has been playing sort of a, a slightly withdrawn role where he's spraying passes left, right and centre as well. So I thought Mane would be given a free role because of Ings and Solanke. But Klopp surprised us again. Klopp knows what he's doing. Um, he put orthodox back four in. Clavin goes to left back. I thought he'd done a very good job against one of the speediest wingers Oh, call him what you want. I think Walcott's shit anyway. But you know he's he's got speed if nothing else, right? I don't I think, think he had a run. I heard someone the other day saying he looks like Lewis Hamilton now, and I broke me bollocks laugh. He does. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Has he got a tattoo? Yeah. Has he got tattoos as well? Yeah. He has it, I'm sure. Yeah. He's, he's a footballer. He's, he's fully blown. Fully, fully, fully blown helmet. Yeah. Fully blown helmet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, look, considering they had an STD in it. Yeah. Considering they've got Balassi and That's Walcott why Matt's the wings. not here this week. <laughs> <laughs> considering they got considering they got Balassi and Walcott on the wings, two of the quickest players in the Premier League, up against Klein, who I thought was his usual 
solid 7 out of 10 client pants going forward but he'll never let you down at the back I thought they were dog shite Everton absolute dog shite the fact that they couldn't I mean they only really had a go at us in the last 10-15 minutes when you know A we were tired because the players the players I played on Tuesday you know fatigue kicked in and, and mentally we had kind of switched off to Tuesday I think no injuries Klein minutes bit of squad rotation everyone had a good game uh, sorry, everyone had a good little run out. Ings and Solanke has a run out. I think, I think it was decent. I think, if, as Ian says, if you offered us a draw at the st- uh, and a clean sheet, all things considered, take that all day long, mate. Regardless, and this is regardless of the Chelsea result. You know, I st- even if Chelsea wanted, I still think we get top four pretty easily. So you know, but that Chelsea result is just the the cherry on top, isn't it? Yeah, Keith. Um, I disagree with most of what Chris said there, but I'll come back to it in a minute. Um, Standard that. Standard. I usually yeah. do myself. No, it is standard. Um, Keith, for, you know, from Thursday morning, we heard, you know, we're going to make changes. We're going to go. There was youngsters being brought into the squads. We didn't want any more injuries. I get all that. But I think we should be still beating Everton and beating them quite easily when we change our side with whatever. With that side, we probably should be beating Everton, in my opinion. Um, did you feel the same, or did you walk away from the game thinking, no, I'm happy with that, walk away, all it's good? It was a... I'll tell you one thing, it was a rubbish game of football to watch. Absolutely awful, dog shite from both teams, if I'm honest with you. I think, you know, at the end of the day, I agree with Grizz and Ian in terms of the fact you take the draw all day long, you know, they, they didn't really cause us any issues. We didn't, we didn't skin skin but the one thing that it has exposed for me is a lack of strikers that our club and that is exposed at big time listen i'm all for uh, a sweet story you know a sweet end to a sweet story and and or you know having kind of rise from the ashes in danny ings and i as a person i think he's fantastic i think i'm sure he's a great guy to come back from two injuries is is quite phenomenal to still be running around doing what he does again but he is not liverpool quality and he should not and, and Klopp should have realised this a long, long time ago because, for me, having him and Solanke as our only options, if anything else happens to Firmino, Salah or Mane, is literally pulling our pants down, if I'm, if I'm completely honest with you. I said it in January, we needed a striker. We needed someone to compete with Bobby Firmino, if anything. We needed someone that was going to... Gavs, he's on Gavs payroll, Ian. He's on <laughs> Gavs payroll. Go on, carry on. I have an me melt. 100% I've said it, right? I always said we need another striker. You, 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 can, can you argue, honestly, that Dominic Solanke and Danny Ings for, for a top four club are good enough options off the bench? When you look at everybody else, Solanke's similar age to Rashford, comes off the bench from Man United, bangs in goals, bangs in big goals, right? You look at the fact that they've got Martial to come off and, and, and can p- p- uh, pitch in every now and again. You have, you know, Sanchez, Lukaku, that, they're loads of options. You look at someone like Chelsea, who also don't have a lot of options, and look where they are. Do you understand what I mean? Look at Tottenham. Tottenham still managed to rely on the goals from Son Heung-min uh, to keep him going, and, and while Kane was away, in terms of another option to to kind of step up to the plate, we've got goals in our team. It's never been a problem. But what is a problem is the lack of quality in the in the background. If something else happens, and I don't think we have enough of that. I say Tottenham, but I don't think Tottenham have it either, to be perfectly honest with you. If I think about it twice, if I think about it again, Tottenham are the same. I think that, I think Tottenham, Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea are all teeter-totter on the edges. Do you understand what I mean? Whereas I think the City's United, 
have more options to choose from in, in, in attacking situations means more competition. And I think we need to get someone in. It, right. it, and it doesn't have to be a big signing either. Like, if Firmino is the one striker, it doesn't have to be some um, worldy, but it's got to be someone who's experienced at banging in goals. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's 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 what I think it exposed. Nevertheless, points to point, and Chelsea fucked up, so who cares? Yeah, Chelsea did, <laughs> Chelsea did fuck up, and um, you know, I, think that, I think that makes them 10 points behind us, doesn't it? With they've six games, F we five or something like that. I think if we win at three home right. games, yeah. Just, just before you start your one of your world famous rants, I'm not going to rant. You've got three minutes. You know, any more than three minutes, and we're all just going to start swearing at you. Go okay. on, go on, um, go on. Right, the team. <laughs> where do I start with this one? Thursday morning, hold on, I have a drink. I'm allowed to have a drink. Do you stop the clock while I'm having a drink? Oh, go on, oh, start okay. the fucking talk. You can now, do both. The, for me, right, on Thursday morning, the alarm bells rang for me when I seen people saying, oh, Saturday's a nothing game. Saturday means nothing to us. And I couldn't get my head around that. You're playing everything in, in the derby. And it's the biggest game of the season for a lot of Liverpool fans, all right? Now, I get where, where, where people are coming from, that we have Tuesday ahead of us. We have different things like that. When the game was, when the game was over, I thought we went quite strong. Um, people are making out that this, this was half a team, but you had your, your, your first-choice goalkeeper, you had your two first-choice centre-halves, centre you had three first-team midfielders, let's be honest about it. You had Mane, OK, Klein was coming back, done a great job. Clavin, who people a couple of weeks ago were saying has been really unlucky not to be in the team, he could have been centre-half if he, if he didn't play on the left. He came in, so I don't think he's much of an excuse. And then you have the two lads up front, and... I was disgusted at a nil-all draw. Genuinely disgusted at a nil-all draw. And the, the, the thing is, the reason is because it gave me a look at this squad if we have a major injury to a major player. And it worries me. And it, and it, yeah, no problem, man. It worries me and it worries me badly. Because in, in, in January, when we are selling Coutinho, people said, oh, we have the squad short. Now Ings is this and Solanke is that and... When I, when I, at that time, I was disgusted as well. I, I couldn't believe we were doing it, and we went strengthening. And people kept telling me Ings and Solanke, and, Ings, and now we're having to look at Ings and Solanke, and they are just not good enough. And the people that told me in January that they were good enough, it wasn't backed up for them yesterday because the first chance we got to rely on these players, and it did not happen. That's my point of view. I'm still disgusted over the result, and I don't care what team we put out. We should beat Everton. They are fucking melogen, is the word, the only word I can use them. Awful. How many, how many seconds have I got left? What word was that? It doesn't matter. How many seconds have I got left? But what word was that? Melogen. Melogen. What's melogen. that mean? Just and I'm really, a well really, really bad. What's that? Is that Grace, some Irish trying for shit? No, Grace, get your Collins English dictionary out there. Look it up and come back to us. Arthur is a type melogen. of mayonnaise or something. Listen, <laughs> listen. Now, the, the, way, the, way, <laughs> the way I look at it is, right, if, if we have, if we, if we want to compete constantly for big things we should be able to make four changes to the team and beat the likes of an Everton it's as simple as that Gav yes I'm just going to have first goal I know probably Ian's dying to have a go as well I'm not going to have sorry not a goal but a response sorry yeah Yeah. I understand your points I said that in the WhatsApp group earlier as well I understand your points but I would only understand your points if we didn't have an injury list that we've got Mm -hmm. which which includes the likes of Lalana. Salah, etc., etc. We know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bore everyone, right? So your point would stand if 
we didn't have those injuries. The fact that we have those injuries after playing what was not only a physically draining, but an emotionally charged night at Anfield against Champions League uh, quarter-finalist City, right, who are probably the, who are the best team in, in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. Your point would be valid if those injuries weren't uh, actually, you know, sort of hindering our team plans. And if we weren't playing 48 hours later, Ings and Solanke, it's very difficult and it's very easy to judge them on that 90 minutes. I am in no way saying they are good enough for us going forward. No way. So I'm not saying they're good enough. But for where we were in January in terms of the decision was, do we invest now or do we look for better options to improve the squad in summer, I think it was a calculated risk. And obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing, but that risk has paid off now. Now, if your point again becomes valid, if we do not improve the strike force like Keith says, because I agree with your point about Ings and Solanke not being of the quality needed to be stand-ins for any of our front three, right? But I think... At the moment, your point doesn't stand because of the circumstances of our injury. We could Any team that misses five or six of their squad, maybe not first-teamers, but an important core of their squad, any team, you just mentioned, Keith mentioned the likes of Spurs and blah, 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 blah. Any team that goes without five, six players would struggle and they would have been very happy with that performance, going to a local derby, going to their local team, who were fucking charged up. Did you see the way the maniacs celebrated a corner? It was fucking ridiculous. I felt like fucking giving them a box of roses because they got a fucking corner against us, right? They were charged up. I don't give a shit how shit they are, how crap they are. It's a Merseyside derby. It goes out the window. They were flying into some bollocks challenges. Did you see some of Rooney's lunges and Coleman's? I didn't want any injuries. I didn't... Look, people say, oh, you've got to, you know, Ian will probably relate to this more because he's, a, he's, a, he's from Liverpool. The local rivalry, it doesn't. It's 2018. We've we got to get past looking at local rivalry at the, more, and look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture was Tuesday. I think it was absolutely fine, that the draw bigger, the and bigger, performance. The bigger picture is Tuesday, Grizz. But uh, like, when we were looking at this in January, we were going to rely on Ings and Solanke if this situation materialised. Oh, hold on, we were. We were. Because if any of our front three get injured, we were relying on Ings and Solanke. Okay? Now, what happens is we end up in a quarterfinal of the Champions League and we have to not play Salah injury or rest. We're not too sure. And Firmino definitely needs a rest because he's badly needed on Tuesday night. Okay? So we all decide. People told me and told me that, no, they'll be fine. They'll come in. And what, and what annoyed me was is that as soon as we won there on Wednesday night, people were writing off Saturday because they knew we were going to have to play these players that they justified being in the squad in January and they justified no strengthening. And that's what annoys me, Grizz. So at the end of the day, right, if, if people had turned around to me and went, listen, lads, that game on Saturday is nothing because, to be honest with you, them two we have as, as backup just aren't fucking good enough. And... Well, the squad isn't good enough to deal with what we have I and mean, we'd probably lose the game I would have accepted that but don't give me fucking excuses and go back on things that are said in January where oh, we're selling Coutinho but these lads are okay and then when we have to use these lads it's like oh, well, let's write it off that's what annoys me Chris you either have it one way or the other and I'll, and I'll tell you what else is a problem it's the fucking standards that Liverpool fans hold themselves at times 
right? It's all about, oh, we just get fourth and we just do this. And, and it is. It fucking is. And, and the, the problem is, is that we should be looking and going, we should beat them. They're nowhere near as good as us. We should beat them. But from, from Thursday morning on, all I heard was, oh, this is a nothing game and Tuesday is the main deal. Tuesday is the main deal. But we should still have the people in place to go and beat Everton. No fucking excuses. All right, all right, all right. Let me have a go. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ninety seconds. Go. Oh, mate, I can get, I can, I can pleasure four women in ninety seconds. Don't yeah, you worry about that. And you'd finish in four, you'd finish a few times as are well. I think. Are we in a better position right now than Man City are? Say it was, say it was nil nil. The game, they, the game they just had with Man, Man U and the game we've just had with Everton, are we going to be better physically on Tuesday than Man City or are we going to be better prepared on Tuesday than Man City? Um, to be honest... I'll, I'll, yeah, we are, because they played they play the full till, till the 94th minute and we didn't. Yeah. We've gone out. We've gone out and we've gone out at 70%. With it, all right, we've, we haven't got the squad that you want. But club, that, no, 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 we don't have the squad that I want. You've had your goal. Okay. But what I'm saying is... 58 seconds left. Well, 63, because you put it in. <laughs> we, so, we didn't strengthen in January, because we, like I said, we took a calculated risk, and that risk so far is paying off. Where hasn't cost us? We're about... We're on the verge of the semi-finals of the Champions fucking League, do you know what I mean? I don't agree that Solanke's not good enough. I, I believe he's not ready. There's a difference. I don't think Ings is good enough. Do you know what I mean? Everyone writing Solanke off already, I think... I just think it's naive. They were doing it only fucking two months ago. Do you know what I mean? Klopp's gone out there. We can't go full throttle. We don't have the squad. There's no point moaning about it. If we did strengthened in January, we might have played a different side on Wednesday and not won 3-0. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about the butterfly effect. I'm happy with a 0-0 against Everton with the squad that we've got at the moment. And we we are practically rested for, for Tuesday, where a City... End up bringing on all their fucking subs and everything. Trying to, they were naive, city, and they would be mentally and physically they tired. Got caught, they got caught up emotionally in the occasion. Yeah, me. he did. Yeah, for me and, and but, Klopp and Klopp didn't, and I, and I really love him for that. I, Klopp I, didn't I, get Chris, it. That's not my listen. That is not my issue, Chris. My issue is not if Klopp got emotional. My issue is not as he who he played or what he fucking played. My issue is is that these players that when we saw Coutinho in January, and I asked, why, why are we, one, where are we selling them, and two, why aren't we strengthening with the money that we have or something in place? Because it wasn't a fucking 24-hour decision that we saw Coutinho. And the answers I got from people was, ah, should we have A, B, and C? Now, it's come down to A, B, and C in a nothing game, as people like to call it. And when this nothing game came along, <laughs> and A, B, and C showed up, they weren't worth fuck all. All right. Can I say so? So don't I, no, So don't tell me in January that the and don't make the, put these players up as a smoke screen for selling Coutinho and saying everything's okay. And then as soon as they're asked to be called upon, don't turn around then and tell me, oh, well, they're not really fucking good enough, and we should really write off a game against Everton in a fucking derby. It, it's not defense, good enough. I don't no, get no, why, why, why we're still going on about Coutinho. Fucking yeah, no, 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 I don't, it's not about Coutinho. Me, me problem, uh, the problem we had in January was, if you want to sell Coutinho, fine, but strengthen the squad. Always strengthen your squad, Ian. Right? Because then you don't get down to a point where you're watching a game and you're saying to yourself, we write off this game because... But my yeah, point is, Gav, we didn't strengthen the squad, but we couldn't be doing any better than we're doing right now if we did strengthen well, we the did. squad. We did. We got VVD in, Ian, and I think oh, that's... Sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. Up. Yeah, sorry, I yeah. Think, no, I think that's a counterpoint to Gav, actually. But we, we, I think we our squad was improved. Oh, yeah, no, we, listen. We can't I, be better now than if we went out and bought Lamar and 
Pulisic. We wouldn't. We can't be any better than we are now in no, the league. So no. I don't see the problem. I no, genuinely don't see it. What I'm trying to say to you is, is that no, I've no problem with Liverpool's season. I'm over the moon where we are in the Champions League. I think we'll secure top four now after today's result, in particular against Chelsea. I was a bit on the fence during the week because I kept thinking if Chelsea get these two games in hand and there's five points in it and they've still the players and we fuck up once and I know it's a lot of ifs and buts but it can happen and you've seen Liverpool down the years fucking slowly fade away and you've seen other teams do it where they look like they're comfortable and all of a sudden it's down to a last day and it could be against the Brighton but they could be fighting for their lives trying to fucking survive and anything can happen. I've no issue with what Liverpool have done this season. I think, I think we're as good as anyone in this league. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think we're as good as anyone in Europe. Really do. When we have the players on the pitch that we want on the pitch. My problem is, is that we called on players there on Saturday that people had bigged up in January as being okay for the squad and they, they can step in and there's no problem. Coutinho's gone, there's no problem. And as soon as it looked like these players were going to have to be called upon in a big game for a certain reason people were writing this game off. right? So the actual true reflection of the squad, and it, and, it, and it gave me a window as to see what this squad is actually all about. That's just what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think your point is, 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 okay then, so Klopp is an emotive person, right? He, he, he's quite an emotive person. He's a calculated guy, and he's and at the end of the day, he can be cut for it when he needs to be. I'm, as I'm, very, I'm very emotional now. I'm trying to drink an empty fucking glass here. I don't know, but you know, at the end of the, at the same time, you have to see it from his point of view. Clearly, he saw something in Danny Ings on the training pitch to suggest that, you know what, I'm going to give him a go. And maybe deep down, he thought to himself, do you know what, he's, he's managed to come from where he's come from to where he is. Let me see. I, I, I'm going to give him that chance. Do you understand what I mean? So yeah. it, it becomes, a bit, I think it's more of emotive than calculated. And you're being calculated. You're like, boom, at the end of the day, they're not good enough. They've never been good enough. They shouldn't have been trusted. Whereas Klopp's seen it as, okay, Liverpool invested in Danny Ings. He has certain qualities that fit within what I like to do. Let him have him around in the training pitch when they're playing, you know, 7v7 and they're having to deal with certain situations with a player like him. And maybe he saw something that a lot of us didn't. And with Solanke, I think it's more of a purchase of um, having English players in the quota, if I'm honest with you, a young English player. And, and they probably want <laughs> to develop him. But at the same time, that's what you're going to get. Just uh, calculation. Just just a quick 30 seconds, just a quick 30 seconds. No chance. No, just to, just to end it all. Look, Gav, in, def- in defence of the people that said, right, whoever said, we don't know, we're not going to mention names, whoever said that they were, they were good enough in January, right, in terms of to get us through. Now, we've got to go back to January and remember our objectives in January were just, and whether you think that's lowering our sort of expectations, is fact is our expectation was to secure top four. And so the argument was given that they are, not just them, not just Danny Ings and Solanke, but the likes of Ox, um, Lalana, etc., etc., are good enough to, for us to secure top four. I don't think anyone, if they did, then, then you've got a very valid point. I don't think anyone said they're good enough going forward into next season. But for the objectives for this season in January, they were to secure top four. Klopp thought... And, right, and it's turned out rightly so. Whether it's by default or whatever you say, he's been, he's, been, he's been proved correct that the squad overall is good enough to get top four, and that's what Klopp thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, the, I think the squad is good enough to get top four. And that's, that's what, that was what the objective was then, because it wasn't to win the title, it wasn't to win the Champions League. The objective no. was finish top four, and I think we sold that. Well, now we're in this position... 
Now all of a sudden we're thinking what what might yeah, have but been. But we can't maybe... we can't change our yeah. Okay, so say for ag- say for argument's sake, right? We beat City. Just for argument's sake, we beat City on Tuesday and we go through, right? And then I don't know, a couple of injuries happen. Are we just going to keep writing off games against people because these no, players... It's not, that, no, no, it's not on, right Are we going to keep writing off play, games because these players that we, we put our faith in in January because we didn't and not strengthen are now playing and they're not really... Ah, they're only fucking this and they're only that. Are we just going to keep writing off games is what I'm asking. No, nah, that's bollocks. That's bollocks. We're not, just writing off, we're not just writing off games. We'll look at... It's, we're talking about the second leg of the Champions League quarterfinal. It's mm-hmm. not just random. Do you know what I mean? We're not just saying, right, let's fuck... Let's fuck Spurs off. Let's fuck the Everton game off. Let's fuck Brighton off. Let's fuck stop. That, that, that's 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 hard to say. Let's just are we just saying that? What we're saying is, this is the this is the squad we've got. This is the the situation we're in. This is the fixtures we've got coming up. This fixture against Everton didn't affect our season in any way, shape, or form going forward. Thank so you. That's my issue. So it's not like we've just fucked it off because we didn't. We don't care. We've prioritised something which can affect our season, which is whereas this game cannot. I agree with you. We need better backup players, but even if we had fucking Timo Werner on the bench, we'd be in the same. We couldn't be any better off than we are right now. Yeah, the only no. problem with that is if Firmino gets injured in the semi-final, or mm. and, then, and then and then I'll, I'll be all, I'll be I'll agree with you. I say yeah, we need a better backup. But for that game against Everton the other day, we didn't. But air backup, air backup, that air backup. Sh- like that team should have went out and beat Everton at the weekend. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it does, Ian. It doesn't. Because uh, we're no way. How does Cause it matter no, for what? Because I want. Because you want to win. Yeah, everybody wants, we want to win every game. Yeah, we didn't lose. I think Klopp went out for the first time in a long time not to lose. Yeah, and we didn't. Could, yeah, he could and have. we didn't. He could have. Yeah, it, he could have. The only, only, the only thing that it matters. The only reason it matters, Gav, is for. Personal pride. That's all it is, because it didn't doesn't affect us in the league. It could only if we'd have gone hell for leather and won that game. What if we'd have lost Van Dijk to a, to a clash of heads and he broke his jaw? Or do you know what I mean? We we are no better off or no worse off with that nil nil. In fact, Jurgen came out in the press conference afterwards and said we had no intention of getting involved in a war. In a crazy the words derby. to that effect. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He, he said something along the lines of uh, didn't want to get involved in a crazy derby, and I understand that. And I think you can people see keep that with the way the players. The point I'm trying to make, you know. Well, I, I know. You, I know. Listen, I know. Choo- I know. Tuesday is the is the is the place to be and where we want to be and what we want to do. I get that, right? What I'm trying to say is is that as soon as we have to use this squad that we fucking try to validate ourselves with in January, as soon as we had to use it, Thursday morning. People were saying, it's a nothing game, should we play half a team and it doesn't matter what happens. But that half a team went out and done, like, it's not even half a team. That, that, them players that are meant to be back up and should be good enough, by all accounts in January, went out and weren't good enough and didn't win the game. Against a team that we've laughed at from fucking August. We've actually laughed about since August. You'd really, you'd really wobbling on the what, fucking right? pitch. Couldn't keep. He had to be taken off after fifty-five minutes because he probably so, was going to have a fucking cardiac arrest. Let's let's if move we, on. Let's move beat, on. If we'd have beat them, or if we'd have lost to them, our situation hadn't changed. That's like Tuesday's that. Tuesday's still the priority. Tuesday Honestly, is the priority. See, we drew one all with them at home when most Salah was on the pitch. So at the end of the day, we had them there and we didn't beat them the first time, and we didn't beat them this time. 
Either way, it was a draw. Like, you know, we're, we're all speculating about if we had X, Y, and Z. Speculating. We had X, Z, That's it. We... Let's move on. Okay, we'll move on. I'm right, anyway. It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> short. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. You're very short. Yeah, I'm taking back the comment that I gave you about your hair earlier. Prick you. Um... Too late. <laughs> right, let's look. Let's get on to um let's get on Tuesday. Um I think our options are quite limited. Um with obviously the injuries we've spoken about. Henderson gets a suspension with dummy fucking head in the other night. Um Ian, I'll come to you first. What way would you line up against these on Tuesday? And what do you expect from the game overall? Uh I think we'll line up with the same back four. We haven't really got many options otherwise. Uh, the midfield, again, to be honest with you, our starting 11, there's not, we haven't got many options. I think Genie, uh, Genie will play it as a six, and I think that's why, that's exactly what he done against Everton. He didn't, I read the other day that he had 98% possession. Did I, did I dream that? Uh, 98% pass completion. 98%? Who? Possibly. And Wijnaldum. Right. And he had more, He made 50% more passes than he's ever made in any other game for Liverpool. So he was. I think he went out there, not so much to learn a position in one game, but Klopp said, right, this is your role on Tuesday. Go out and perform it today. Do you know what I mean? So he's going to play as the six. He then got Milner, who runs on fucking juju beans he's never slowing down and then Ox who's got a really good record against them the front three will all play there's no way Salah's not playing I'd rather Salah played and then didn't play in the next two league games if that's how it's got to be because like I've just said priorities Uh, how do I see the game going if there's one team in world football you do not want to have to chase a lead against it's Liverpool Football Club and it's not just a lead it's a mammoth Mammoth lead. We score one goal, they need five. I can see Liverpool scoring twice, so they would need six. We're not losing 6 2. If we lose 6 2, I'll never do another podcast ever again. Oh, God, you know the people praying for 6 2 now is unreal. They're going to come at us. I mean, you know what? They scored in a fair. Even if if it's 3 0 to them at half time, I'll feel sick, but I'll still know we can score against them and they're still fucked. Do you know what I mean? It all is not lost. They need two nil. They need a two nil lead by half time, just to keep it interesting. I think. And if Liverpool score in the first ten fifteen minutes, just everyone may as well just get the cigars out because it's game over. Yeah, for me, like going back to Wednesday, for me, um, like people were saying, I seen someone tweet at half time. It was a journalist saying the number zero is the most important for Liverpool now, and you know everyone was thinking that because a three one. Going into going into Tuesday, I think City can sit there and go. Do you know what? We get a goal by seventy minutes, seventy five, eighty, eighty five. Yeah. We can just yeah. get that goal and we can try throw fucking everything at them for the last five minutes plus injury time. But the three 0 is a massive, massive thing. Um, <coughs> Keith Klopp um, has definitely sorry. Klopp has definitely got the beating of Guardiola. As I read the other day, that no one's beat Guardiola more times than Klopp in his yeah, career. Yeah, that's he true. knows how to beat them, and we will go. <laughs> Usually we would go toe-to-toe with City and we'd go right side. Even if we, if we went full strength against them, a full throttle, we'd still score two goals at Main, at, I say main Road and we're fucking 87. But we'd, we would still score. The only reason we didn't in the, in the league game is because we went down to 10 men and we were very naive. So yeah. 
The worst thing we can do is sit back and just go, right, I don't want to see a second... The way I've just praised our second half there, I don't want to see us start the game like that because that would scare me if we just got... Because it's hard to switch your mindset. If they get a goal at half-time or 2-0 and we're still in that mindset, it's very hard to then go up with gear. And that, that's my only concern. You see, I, yeah. but And I think the way we played last Wednesday night, although it was crazy football at times and it was just... We went at them. I think if you watch stages of the game, we sit back and we show them we can defend against them. Then we attack them at pace and we show them what we can do against them. And then we get in, we get involved in a game of football where we play possession football and we, we, we keep pushing and pushing and pushing them. So in certain different styles of play, we showed we can actually play against them like that. And I think it was huge. Like I said, I think the second half is more impressive than the first. And I think that gets into their head more than, than the actual three goals they conceded. Because funny as it may sound, they probably expected to concede goals in probably the fourth... In the manner of the force goal, anyway, quick attack into play, and we, and we, we stick it away. Keith, um, what way do you see us going on Tuesday? And what way do you see City going? Do you see City going full pelt from the start, or do you see them trying to build their way into the game and hopefully get one nil and go from there? I reckon all the big guns are coming out on this one. I reckon we're getting kind of yeah, Aguero, Sane, Sterling. Uh, Silva, De Bruyne and, and I think it's going to be a fucking difficult football match listen City have just had their pants pulled down by United they've had their pants pulled down by Liverpool their fans yeah we can laugh and banter <coughs> that, but they will be up for it for this one and, and it will and they will come into this all guns blazing so Liverpool are going to have to be switched on from the moment and, and, and there are players that, we've, that we have in the team that are susceptible to mistakes I'm not comfortable with the midfield because of <coughs> Still can keep the ball well enough, but let's see what happens. Obviously, with our front three and and, our, and our, what Ian said, anything is possible. Do you understand what I mean? We can still score um, a couple goals, so it, it's possible. But it's going to be a tough, tough game. I reckon the only player that might play that probably um, I, um, I say everyone that Ian said except maybe Klein might come in. Maybe Klein might start ahead of Trent, uh, Trent in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. I think that would be extremely harsh on Trent after the first leg. Like, extremely harsh. And two, and two games for a man who's only played once in nine months in three days. Hmm. I can't see it myself. He's like, <coughs> it, it's good, it's good to have on the bench, like, don't get me wrong, but I can't see it. A lot, yeah, no. a lot of people... Klein's better defensively. And, mate, the guy came back against Everton and looked like he never left. Look like he never left, and I agree. Trent Alexander-Arnold is the future right back, but in terms of us, we're going to have to be so rigid defensively. I think Klein does a better job at doing that. A lot of people here are saying that they expect to um, see to go full throttle at us. Um, they they have to attack us. Um, I don't know. I I, I think like, I think Pep tried to be too. He tried to be too clever last Wednesday night, and I don't think it went well for him. I think. With, the, with Laporte and with Gundogan and then the way they tried to play I think they were trying to be too clever and they literally then went where they put every ball they could every single ball they got their hands on they, they put it over to Sané and thought he was going to rip Trent a new one Grizz um, what way are you going for Tuesday night and again what way do you see City going for this exactly the same obviously line up line up picks itself <clears throat> I said on um Half time, I think, or maybe near the end of the Merseyside derby, that Ginny's having uh, a brilliant game. But on Tuesday, he's going to have... Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. He's going he's to have to have the game of his life, in my yeah. opinion, in that role. Because, um, because Hendo and Chan, 
is a loss. That's your two first choice centre mids, DM six, call it what you want. Take out any first two choices of your sixes from any club and tell me they wouldn't suffer. So let's not beat around the bush and say, oh, you know, we should be strong enough and our squads, we'll talk about our squad again. As Ginny stepping in for Emery and Hendo is not a bad sign of strength of a squad in that department. I think, I agree with you, Gav. I'm not sure about City and Pep's mindset, especially after the first leg. And then, which is crucial again, I don't want to start you back on the Everton, but their result against United, I think, totally fucks their brain up. Because football, we know, is a, a, lot of, a lot of football is played psychologically in your head as well, right? Now, I don't, he, initially, there's no way you do not go, or City would not go gung-ho at us from the start, from the offset, 3-0 down. I don't think, and I think, he's not sure if he can afford to do that against us. I don't I think, think he will do that. I, I think don't think he will. I think they're good enough to score two against us before our time, just playing the way they've been playing. Yeah. So, so I think they'll only get desperate round about 50 minutes, 55 minutes, and that, that don't get me wrong, mate, it'll be twitchy ass time. It's not, any, it's not, it's not over. Don't, don't, nah. get, don't, don't think I think the game's over. But from three and a up and with our forward line, it, it'll be a, a monumental comeback if they turn it round. I think the best, the best ever in the Champions League bar, bar us in the finals. I think it's a battle of nerves and a battle of concentrating in phases of play in terms of time, sorry. So I don't think they'll come out the first 20 minutes. And I think we have got to play our natural game. I do not want to see us start against how we started against United. Do you remember we went against United and we started a bit slow and we thought we'd control the game, similar to how City started at Anfield? I don't think that suits us. I know people want us to play like that, sort of more control in midfield. I don't think we've got the personnel, personally, to do that this season. We may do next season with, with Cater and et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think I want us to play this, uh, this possession game that doesn't suit us. That's not Liverpool. I want us to play our game in that first 20 minutes because... As most of us agree, we get that goal that kills them in terms of mentally, emotionally, everything. Physically, they'll be, they'll be down, especially how they've conceded goals. Is it six goals they've conceded in like sort of 15, 20 minutes of phases of play yeah. in each game? So they can crumble at any time. And we have to believe that. Klopp has to believe that. Regardless, and even if they do, as Ian says, even if they get a 2-0 lead, fuck me, it'll be twitchy ass time. But we know... We can score at any time as well. And that changes the picture. Even if it's 3-0, let's say they blitz us 3-0, we can score and they can concede at any given time. I think it's, it's a brilliant proposition. I don't think... I'm not as confident as most people are. I think it'll be fantastic game. You know, we have got players that can have brain fart moments. Trent was amazing. I mean, I thought that was a Steven Gerrard-esque performance of that level. That's how highly I rated that performance. But, but he didn't have an overlapping fullback to deal with, along with Sane. I think this time he will, even if it's Fabian Delph, who probably will, probably will be. It still gives them another option. I think Aguero is a total different animal to Jesus. Far more experienced. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what should I say? Fucking Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. But, but the point being, look, the point yeah. being, it's, 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 it's an absolutely uh, brilliant game to look forward to. I'm confident. I'm going to. Okay. I should have put a 90 fucking second fucking timer on him, shouldn't I? 
he won't listen. Like, he doesn't for the amount, know. For the, the fucking, for the amount of times that cunts watch Countdown, he never like he never like. He he yeah but, none of, yeah, but none of you are Carol Vorderman, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, if you talked to Carol Vorderman for that long, she'd tell you to fuck off. Um, <laughs> come here. Um, I was very impressed by the way Klopp managed this game last Wednesday. Um, I, he, showed very, he showed Man City a lot of strands and different strands to Liverpool's game that we can excel at. And it probably showed a couple of Liverpool fans the same thing, especially the defensive work in the second half that we genuinely have fucking shit ourselves, you know, for, for months, years about about sitting back against teams and all they'll open us up because we're, we're a bit mental. But I watched... Can I just say, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that he goes three at the back on Tuesday. Well, I watched... Just, just, just a shock, just a shock, Pep. Yeah, and, but I watched, I watched City and United yesterday. Now, don't get me wrong. For the first half, I thought City were excellent. They pressed the ball. They won the ball back. They were very cool and defensive. Even even at the back with the ball, they were very cool. They played very good passes, you know, and they made their way up the pitch really, really well. I don't think United were able to able to deal with the fact that they were playing nobody up front. They literally didn't have anyone up front, but they, they controlled the game and moved up the pitch in a way that they didn't need a forward because they were so advanced that... They could really do what they want, and it should have been four or five nil at halftime. I'm going to be honest. I thought United weren't great. I thought City were exceptional in the first half, but the second half for me, like if we look at if we look at the first goal Liverpool score, um, it's it's a pace a pacey attack. It's a pacey counter. The second one we win the ball and it's a great strike. The third one again we win the ball and it's it's a cross in the header. But if you watch United's goal yesterday. It's a little bit of interplay around City's defence and they score. The second one is a cross into the box and they score and the third one's from a set piece. There's so many different ways to get at this City team. There really is. And I think they've been exposed over the last couple of games and I don't think it's going to be too good for them. And I don't think it's a good time for them to be exposed. With regards to the way they're going to come out, I, I agree. I think they're going to put as many attacking players as they can on the pitch. I think they're going to try pen Liverpool in. I think they're going to try play quick, fast football and try to rely on the defence to get the ball to these front six as it will be and go from there. What do I think happens? I agree with Ian. I think we score at least twice. I genuinely believe that because, one, I think there's a mistake in City and we can capitalise and, two, I genuinely think we can get at them. And I, I say that about any defence in Europe. If it goes 2-0, yeah, as Grizz said, we can score and we can. they still have to go and score another two, you know, to, to get through or whatever it is, three. My prediction, I think we score two anyway, but I think City will go absolutely hell for leather at this and that's why the the, the, the nil that we had against them in, on Wednesday night is so, so crucial. Um, I get predictions obvious, but not right now, okay? I want to come. I want to go on to something completely different before I go back to predictions, and it's this fat back four challenge that we are all trying really, 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 really hard at. I looked her up tonight. We're thirty. <laughs> Ian is fucking. He's like fucking forty and stone in a day. He's on a drip. Um, but I looked at earlier on. We are. I think about forty pounds short of our five initial five hundred pound target. Um, we don't have the weights this week because. Um, a, a couple of us didn't weigh ourselves. We've been very, very busy. And B, Matt has all the fucking numbers and 
Like we genuinely can't even remember what we fucking started on. We literally give Matt our numbers. We send them across them. He calculates all and comes back. But he's not on tonight. He had something on tonight in the last minute. So um, he couldn't come on. So this is what we're going to do. Next week, um, we are 100% going to give you the weights. Um, everyone's going to weigh themselves on probably Saturday, early Sunday. We've given ourselves a cut-off of 3 p.m. on Sunday to get the weights in. That's the first thing. The second thing is, and it was Ian that came up with this, and we're all going to get in on board with this as well. When we hit £500 um, in donations, we are going to do a bonus pod, all right? And when we do the bonus pod, you are going to decide all the topics for it. The people listening, the people watching, the people donating, they're all going to decide. When it hits £600, we're going to do another bonus pod, and you're going to decide what what the topic is. And it's going to go on like that, and we will have to keep doing these pods and answering all your random questions, football-related, anything you want. But every time we hit another £100, this is what's going to happen. So people are asking there, what's the charity again? It's um, All the Hay is the charity. If you go to justgiving.com, Children, um, all day, just children's hospital. There's. Yeah. Um, if you go to justgiving.com, if you type in uh, FB4, it'll bring up, it'll actually say it's Matthew's account. Um, it's because Matt set it up. If you click in there, you can donate, as we said, anything, a pound, two pound, whatever you want. Just get us over that initial 500, and then you're going to make us work for it. So we're going to have to start, we're going to have to keep losing weight, and we're going to have to keep doing pods. And, and you're going to decide how these pods go. Literally and Grace is shit at both of those things. So uh, losing weight and doing pods. So yeah. let, let's ruin. Let's ruin his let, let let the weights do the talking. Let the figures do the talking, yeah. son. Grace, we still got th- four weeks. Is it, Gav? Four weeks. People are people are asking here. The first question that came in on, on a random topic for um for, for these pods when we hit targets was gay porn discuss right? and the second one was can we'll, it have, any, we'll have Martin for that we'll have Martin can it, can it be any topic it can be any fucking topic you want it doesn't it can be anything and we'll discuss it but once no we, holds barred once, exactly no holds barred once we um, thanks Tino Tino just put up the link there for the for the actual um, charity if you click on that it'll bring you everywhere you need to go um, but no seriously every time we hit £100 we will literally put, drop everything um, we'll drop our tills like the team will drop the tills in January and we'll go and we'll, um, we'll do another pod. It'll probably be about 40 to 45 minutes and Wait. we'll release it. So that's what we're going to do. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. I've had this discussion with someone in the past. If, if you clone yourself, mm. yeah, and then get your clone to wank you off, yeah. is that gay? <laughs> that's an amazing question. <laughs> or are you just giving yourself a wank? Um, that's the type of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that the type of shit. To talk about, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So there you go. Um, there's the sort. We we will talk about that. <laughs> Matt will have Matt will have the answers to those type yeah, of questions. Matt's done that. There's no doubt. He is in Dubai. They're fucking miles ahead in technology and all. He knows the shit. Um, Me and Keith are a bit more classier than that. We, you know, we'll just pass. That yeah. Question. You'd suck yourself off rather than, wouldn't you? Be honest. Come on, Grace. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, if no, I could so, suck myself so, off, I wouldn't be podcasting. Oh, that, no, that, yeah. that, that's a fact. No. <laughs> no, yeah, you'd be in I'm the circus. Busy. <laughs> but no, you'd be in the circus, did you say? Yeah, that's how it's going to go. Um, so, literally, every £100 donations we get, we're going to do another pod, 45-minute pod, and you can literally write anything you want on this screen, 
And we'll actually, what we'll do is we'll actually set up a tweet and we'll say, pods tonight, random topics, go. And we'll just literally go through anything you want. Um, can we put requests in for a song, says MS underscore G1? Yes. yes, of course you can. We'll all sing a song. No I'm the singer out of the keep, group, so I'm, keep, I'm doing the songs. Yeah, it, Any song this you used want. to be an E7 then. Um, but, Correct. No, but literally, that's what we're going to do, all right? So keep donating. We are trying. We're doing great. I'd say... I'd say we're probably fifty pounds down and weight between us all, genuinely. And we've six weeks to go. Is that right? Uh, what are we on now? What's the date? It's the eighth of April, twenty yeah. sixth of May. So about six weeks. Yeah, not far off. Um, yeah, so that's what that's what we're going to do. Um, keep it coming and keep the money coming. And every time we hit that hundred pound, we're going to go for it. We guarantee that. Um, Right, that's that's all I'm gonna say on it. But as I said, just just given dot com, go on there, type in FB four, you get all the details, hit in a donation. And if you can, if you're in I think it's in the UK, you can hit the gift card thing, can't you? And it means that they don't get taxed on it and all that sort of stuff as well. So if you can do that as well. Um right, let's move on. Predictions. And we're gonna finish up with this. We have about four or five minutes left. Um Ian, Tuesday night I want sorry, two questions for you. Give me the four Champions League semi-finalists alright after you give me the prediction for Liverpool City on Tuesday night that's the question for all of you but I'll start with you Ian. go I don't like I don't ever like giving a, a defeat but in this instance it's acceptable uh, I would I think we could lose 3-2 maybe 4-2 at a push but uh, the first goal is very important for, for my uh, constitution and uh, the, the four Semi-finalists were the four who I thought it'd be when the quarter-finals got drawn. The two, the two Spanish sides, the two big Spanish sides, Bayern Munich and the Mighty Red. Good <laughs> stuff. Grizz is having another fucking fit over there. Fuck me, he doesn't know where the mute button is. Um, it's just diet, man. It's just diet. Yeah, yeah. The diet's causing the flu. Um, where is the mute button? What? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, got the mute button. Yeah. He's been, he's been podcasting for three years. He doesn't know where the mute is. <laughs> it's an mango, isn't I'm it? using the kid's <laughs> iPad. El Spazo. Spazo. <laughs> yeah. uh, Keith, your next um, prediction for the Liverpool game on Tuesday night and your four semi-finalists. Yeah, definitely. I think we're going to lose one, I reckon. I reckon City are going to... It's going to be a tough, tough evening. But I reckon we're going to get through it. And Bayern Munich, Juventus, Barcelona. Sorry, no, Bayern Munich. <laughs> Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Barcelona and Liverpool. Okay. I think we're all going to go with them four in the, in the semi-final. So, Grizz, give me your prediction for um, for Tuesday night. Come on, Gav. You know my prediction. 2-2. Two, two. I, think, I think they're going to take a... I think, I think they're going to take the lead. We'll calm it down. 2-2. Two, two, we'll finish 2-2. Two, two. I think he'll be comfortable in the end. They'll have loads of chances, but you've got to remember we've got Loris Karius in Some, goal now. Someone is on here asking, do you want to, do you want to sing Stay by E17 before we go? No, get that money. Let's get that donation yeah. up to... If we, uh, we don't and, then, sing and then I'll sing, I'll sing whatever anybody tells me to sing. I'll I'll tell you what, sing. If, we, if we get to £600... Sorry, I will I'll, sing any request. Any will, you, request. will you sing Stay by E17 on the pod if we get over £600? Yes, sir. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a th- I won't say five hundred because we're only forty quid after. But if you get the six hundred, uh, I may be busy that day. Yeah, wanking yourself off. Wanking your clown off. 
Or I may be donating the hundred and twenty pounds tomorrow <laughs> just to see that play yeah, singer. I'll go half a chip. <laughs> Can I just say about Liverpool City? Yeah. If Liverpool stay true to form, we'll go through on penalties on Tuesday night. Oh wow! Wow! Liverpool don't do things easy. When's the last time we done something easy? Gosh, when's the yeah. last tro- when's the last trophy we won that didn't make you shit your kicks? Right. Well, I'm 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 always positive, and then something hits me where I kind of get pessimistic. I'm going to say the two, drink hits you. <laughs> the drink. I'm going to. I think Shane McGowan here. I am. Um, David. Some- <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with three three on Tuesday. Um, I think City take the lead, but I think it goes to and fro throughout the game. I think it's going to be a completely mental game of football. But I've always told myself since Wednesday, if we can do that to City, they they can do that for us to us. Just a quick one. We 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 all said we're going through. Just a quick one. Who's everybody want if everybody goes through? Who do we? Who would we like out of the remaining? Teams? Any of them. Bye. Really? Choose one, Ian. Bye. Yeah. Brian, Ian, Gavin? Because I think it's fixed. I think they won an all classical final. I genuinely do think that. So The last team I, I take the last team I take is Real Madrid. I, I didn't ask bad, I didn't so. ask that, Gav. Um pick one Bayern Munich because I've said from the start I think we ripped them in one. Keith? Uh, I think Real Madrid, hundred percent. I'd love to see Salah versus Bernardo. Love it. And who are you who would you take, Chris? Real Madrid as well, I think. Yeah, I think they're the strongest team left. I think you're mad. I think you're mad picking them. Mad. Yeah. I think they, yeah. they just they just they're yeah. just literally playing for Europe now. Like it's, they're, yeah. they're doing fuck all else. They can rest the, the entire squad before every game. Like yeah, doesn't matter to me. Okay. Um, there's, <laughs> loads, there's loads of predictions coming playing. in here. There's loads. <laughs> of, there's loads of predictions coming in here. Um, and we'll have a little chat about them now. But I want to thank everyone for watching. Um, commenting, sharing. Um, this will be out. Please donate. It'll be out. It'll be out at midnight or something. I'll, when I get it edited, I'll, I'll get it out and uh, we get it out for a podcast. But please do donate, Ian's right. Please donate. Keep it going. And when we get to six hundred quid, you're going to get a podcast that you decide what goes on. And not only that, on top of that, it is going to sing, sing "Stay" by E Seventy. And uh, I'm going to go on to match. You, you may lose me for the fat back four after that because I will get signed up. <laughs> So that is a risk. So think about it. You'd be it. fucking you signed in. You'd be signed in. Think it's up to you. It's a risk. Is it? What is it? Risk losing me for yeah. future? Because I will be signed up. It's lads. a risk I'm prepared to take. Honestly, there was a hospital in Dublin okay. years Fair ago. If you sign someone in, like they're a bit mentally got a free wheelchair. That's madness. He's got five wheelchairs in his. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've signed him in that many times. He keeps yeah. coming back. Um, but now we'd like to that's, thank everyone. That's for the that's for the benefits. I, I claim. <laughs> we, we'll. Um, Genuinely, uh, just keep going. We are trying our best. We are, really are. But we'd like to thank everyone for watching, commenting. Um, a lot of people saying they're great, Paul. Keep up the good work. Um, we try our best. We're, we're just four idiots doing this every fucking Sunday. Keith's not. Keith's not an idiot. Keith is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. The other the rest of us are idiots. Um, <laughs> but, um, lads, another good pod tonight. That's an hour and just over an hour and ten minutes, I think. Um, a lot of people coming in there saying... Madrid will be worse in the final. That's not a bad show. Um, Stephen Kingsbury's asking, can we do a Tuesday pod? The Trippers are actually live on Tuesday, Keith. Uh, they're going to be, or Stephen, um, they're going to be live at half-time and full-time, I think, on Tuesday from a pub. So that could be fucking, you never know what's going to go on there. But um, that's been the Fatback 4. 
Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Keep the donations coming. 600 quid and Grizz Sing Stay by E7 Live. Talk to you in a bit. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Sports Social Podcast Network.